Hi, this is Science in the Real World, and I am Mrs. Rangel, an eighth grade science teacher in Colleen, Texas. Today, June 20th, 2019, we are going to talk about environmental changes and how they affect organisms. Organisms live and survive in specific environments. Some organisms can live in multiple environments, while others can only live in a specific environment. But when an environment changes, whether rapidly or slowly, the organisms must adapt, move, or die through natural selection. Let's hear from Mary Poffinroth. Hi, my name is Mary Poffinroth, and I'm an adjunct professor of biology. Thank you, Mary, for joining us today. Can you tell us a little about environmental change? Natural selection, or survival of the fittest, is based on change, and our environment is constantly changing. In what ways do environments change? Things warm up, things cool down, continents shift, plagues come, and plagues go. So things are always in flux. Thank you, Mary. As you heard, changes in environments come from many different things. One major change comes from humans. Hank from Crash Course Ecology will tell us about that. At this point, people have been studying the impacts that humans have had on the world around us for a solid 50 years. And while it's hard to get a handle on exactly how the choices we make every day affect the environment, there's no question that our lifestyles are putting the hurt on ecosystems all over the world. Thank you, Hank. I know another environmental change is invasive species. Can you tell us a little about that? Exotic invasive species. They involved in a special little environment where they had a very specific place or purpose. And somehow, probably with the help of us humans, they got to a completely different ecosystem. They might become super predators or they might outcompete other species that are living in that ecosystem. Sometimes they manage to completely alter the habitat of the place that they invade. And sometimes they'll bring in a new disease that'll completely wipe out the local population. Thank you again, Hank. The next person I would like to introduce is Kema, a 10th grader who has studied environmental changes in both 8th and 9th grade science. Hello Kema, thank you for taking time from your summer vacation to talk to us. Hi, it's nice to be here. So Kema, I wanted to discuss some examples of environmental change with you that have occurred here in Texas. Sure, no problem. One example of a short-term change is in Galveston Bay, an estuary in southeast Texas. Because this is along the coastline, the area experiences tides, which means the amount of salt in the water changes with the tides. Sometimes the water is mostly fresh water, and sometimes it's mixed with salt water. How do the various plant species live in this constantly changing environment? Oh, that's a good example of short-term change. To successfully live in an estuary like Galveston Bay, the plant species must have an adaptation that allows them to filter excess salt, since too much salt will kill them. Well, that certainly makes sense. Let's talk about the zebra mussels here in Texas. I see billboards all of the time about protecting our lakes by cleaning, draining, and drying boats. Can you explain that? 
Zebra mussels are actually an invasive species in Texas, originally from the Black and Caspian Seas. They have caused alarming declines in fish, birds, and native mussels by overeating the phytoplankton that these animals need. We need to clean our boats because they can stick to just about any surface, and once they do, they're permanently secured. Very interesting. So far, we have discussed a short-term change and an invasive species in Texas. The last environmental change I would like to discuss is forest fire. Lost Pines Forest had a forest fire in 2011, burning 34,048 acres of land, severely impacting the population of Loblolly Pines. How is the forest now? The forest is still struggling to make a return. Many Loblolly Pines have been replanted. While they are not in danger of extinction, in parts of the forest, the fires have changed the soil composition to be better for post oaks and blackjack oaks. Those oaks aren't unique to the area, unlike the pines, making them an invasive species. The loblolly pines are also a habitat for several animal species, including the endangered Houston toad. Wow, that is very interesting. So if the loblolly pines can't make a comeback, we could lose another species? That's right, Mrs. Ringo. Thank you very much for your time and knowledge, Kama. Anytime. Well, that concludes our show. Today, we discussed environmental changes, how natural selection plays a part in species survival, and how different types of changes have affected Texas. Next time, we will discuss human dependence on ocean systems. Bye for now.